Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to talk about baby bonds. Yeah, I didn't know what it was either. Um, it's cash. It's cold, hard cash. The state of Connecticut has a plan. And the idea is to drop $3,200 into an account for every child that is born into poverty. And they're going to de- define that by whether or not the child will qualify for Medicaid or whatever they call it up there. Um, so when the child is born, they get $3,200 put into a savings account. They can access it when they turn 18. At this point, it will be 10 or 11 grand. Now, this, uh, this is a ready substitute for generational wealth. It's a concept that we've talked about before. That's uh, the money that your family has accumulated over the years. You know, your rich aunt, your uncle, your grandpa, whoever, who you can call up and say, hey, blew out my tire and don't have a spare. I need to borrow a couple hundred bucks. Or, hey, I want to start a business. I need to borrow some real money. That's generational wealth. If you are in poverty... You don't have access to that, which means you are limited in opportunities, which means you may not be able to get out. This is why we talk about the cycle of poverty. Um, We've talked about generational wealth before on this channel when we're talking about reparations because you have the moral argument that you can make about anything, right and wrong. The problem is that when it comes to politics, Americans will always do the right thing as soon as they've tried everything else. So you need to have that pragmatic argument in your back pocket. One of the strongest I have found for reparations is the idea that it would create generational wealth. A lot of the descendants of slaves, well, because of the economic policies, meaning slavery and then into segregation, they haven't had the opportunity to generate that generational wealth because, as the name suggests, it might take generations to accumulate And this speeds up that process. Now, I'm certain that Connecticut has run the numbers. And Connecticut understands that this money going into the economy, being spent on a college education, trade school, starting a business, whatever, is going to generate economic activity and it's going to end up paying for itself. This is the kind of argument you can use when the moral arguments fail. When you can't reach somebody on the level of right and wrong. Appeal to... Well, in the United States, a pill to money. It's better economically to do the right thing. We've said it before. It is cheaper to be a good person, almost always. It's worth noting there is a federal counterpart to this concept. It's called the Americans Opportunity Act. Americans Opportunity Accounts Act. Um, that's probably going to be a hard sell. Probably going to be something that's going to be difficult to accomplish. And there will undoubtedly be a lot of discussion about it. That's an argument you may want to keep in your back pocket. That at the end of the day, this money 
Not just does it help people escape poverty and get out of that cycle and break that cycle, which is a good moral argument. The increased economic activity is good for everybody, and it'll end up paying for itself. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.